0: Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Gloria Bashara, and I'll be your host. Our verse today comes from Proverbs 21, verses 25 and 26. The craving of a sluggard Will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work. All day long he craves for more, but the righteous give without sparing. The transition to online learning was a big adjustment for students back in spring 2020. Some reports from LA Unified School District were showing that up to one third of students were not logging in for their school days. Even now, in spring 2021, even though many schools and districts have returned or returned to in-person or offered some sort of hybrid option, school districts like Santa Ana Unified in Orange County are still 100% online. And if you were to observe one of those classrooms, you would likely see a bunch of little black squares. Maybe you'd see one or two video cameras turned on. Most likely, it would be a brave and dedicated and awesome teacher working behind the, behind the scenes to keep her students engaged in receiving a quality education and staying motivated for their schooling. It's been so tough, and sadly, there's a high correlation between online learning attendance and and low-income families. Let's dive into that a little more. What does this mean? Are these students, students of low-income families, more lazy than other students or unmotivated? You may perceive it that way, and maybe even those students might think (laughs) that that's true. But a peek behind the curtain may reveal a fuller and more accurate picture. See, families growing up in uh, low-income communities, under-resourced communities, at-risk communities, basically any community that is attempting to survive living below the poverty line, studies show they deal with chronic stress in their homes. What does chronic stress do do to us when our cortisone levels are always high? When there's always a, a bear threatening us, right? We can do one of few things. It, it enacts our flight or fight responses. So we either fight it, uh, we run, or we can fawn, we can freeze, we can go into this apathetic or, you know, catatonic like state as a means to try and survive the stress. This is the type of atmosphere that has only been heightened by the pandemic that students in these communities are dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Okay, let's set that aside for a moment and talk about technology. Families of low-income status were not ready for the quick switch to online learning. So dealing with inconsistent or shoddy Wi-Fi day in and day out Or attempting to have three students share one laptop to do their schooling. So maybe attendance wasn't a matter of will we go that day, but who will go that day? Now, teachers, parents, students out there, we feel for you. It has been so tough. Here's another perspective. It takes a certain personality to thrive or even survive in an online learning environment. I am a very social person and I attended a highly impacted Cal State University for college. If I was lucky enough to be in a small classroom size setting, I would get an A or B in the class and it didn't matter what kind of class it was. If I was in a 20 person lecture room, I would get a B, maybe a C. And if I was in an online class, I would fail. (laughs) It took me one too many attempts at online classes because, you know, they're marketed as being so efficient. You could do them while you work. You could do them and work full time at the same time. Uh, You could get more done in a semester. Yeah, it took me one too many times to figure out that it didn't matter for me. It didn't matter what the class was, how convenient it was. If it was a general ed class or specific to my major, if it was an online class, I would fail. You know how online classes make me feel? Like I was lazy, unintelligent, and a failure. And I'm putting us back into the point of view of a student. Imagine waking up every day feeling like a failure. Would that get you out of bed? We've been covering the seven deadly sins in our annual read. And today we transition to the deadly sin of sloth. All of us get tripped up by sloth in some way or another And I guess that's the point I was trying to make in talking about students and their motivation amidst the pandemic. What trips us up most about sloth is that it isn't so easy. It isn't as easy as we think it is to name. Why? Because sloth has so much to do with the heart. The root emotion for sloth is apathy apathy as a way to reject the big emotions that bind you to things, to people, or to obligations. It's the desire to not be needed, to be left alone and autonomous and and have power over our own lives and not be subject to those people or organizations around us. It's being allergic to burdens and responsibilities It's going through the motions, but all the while disassociating with the very task, project, or person right in front of you. If after all this, you're still picturing that more visibly lazy and apathetic family member and maybe making a mental note to pray for them or confront them later, think again. In the same way that perceived laziness can be masking underlying feelings of stress and failure, so can busyness. You can be busy and spiritually lazy. You can be busy and relationally lazy. You can be busy and lazy and caring for yourself. And the Proverbs are very clear about having a high view of hard work and cautioning us against laziness. But the real biblical definition of sloth is being lethargic or apathetic towards God. It has less to do with your day-to-day work rest rhythm and everything to do with your relationship with your Savior. Pastor Eric actually spoke about sloth several months back and quoted Thomas Aquinas, who said, sloth is not the opposite of rest. It is the opposite of pursuing your first love. And for all those who believe, our first love is Jesus, the one who gave it all and took on every burden so that we could be free and know God's grace and salvation the one who pursued us and stands in the gap for every aspect of brokenness in our lives. Our busyness and the hustle of everyday life can and is distracting us from our first love. The title of today's devotion says it all. Sloth doesn't love things. It offers a suggestion that one antidote to sloth is generosity. The scripture and today's message give us, they invite us to give without sparing. It's a challenge to stop underestimating the power of love and generosity. That is of godly love and generosity. Because where do we place our love and generosity as a society? I mean, if a person decides they love something or someone or some team, society says go for it. Give that thing your love, your time, your money. Lavish your affection and generosity on that gender reveal, your kid's birthday party, or that Disney trip. Come on, parents out there, you have to admit it's gotten a little overboard but we do it because we love it and we love our people. And believe me, I'm guilty of this as well. Last Halloween, you know the Halloween we all spent in quarantine with nothing to do and nowhere to go, I had a custom-made trash truck driver costume made for my son. He's two and obsessed with trash trucks, and it's the best $40 I ever spent. What we do for our God should be much greater than what we do for work and those we love. After all, they didn't save us from our sins, right? This quote from today's devotion stands out. He, Jesus, endured crushing burdens with joy because he loved us enough to save us. Now, Love him enough to do the work before you. Ugh. Jesus is the model for love and giving without sparing. I hope he blesses you today with finding joy amidst crushing and overwhelming burdens of which there are many in life in society today when your contribu- contributions at work go unseen and unrecognized, give without sparing. When your significant other disappoints you, again, give without sparing. When hustle takes up all of your time and energy, again, (laughs) find time to pause and give to your God without sparing. Oh Lord, it is so easy to get caught up in busyness or turn to apathy as a way to cope. As our culture constantly tempts us with a self-first mentality, bless us with generous hearts, Lord. Hearts that turn from apathy and embrace all emotions no matter how big or complex. Let all that we have be enough. Lord, we have enough time. We have enough money. Lead us in a lifestyle that gives without sparing. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariners Church by downloading the Mariners app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariners Church. Till next time, have a great day.